Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. FPL double game week 25 top transfer targets. Should you be taking hits to be bringing in the likes of Haaland, Kevin De Bruyne, Phil Foden, Diego Jota and Darwin Nunes or should you be planning for the future? We're going to be covering all of that in today's video. We'll have a look at some of the upcoming blanks doubles. We'll talk a little bit about chip strategy as well in today's game week 25 transfer targets. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here. Welcome back to another video. Before we dive in, 1,000 likes is the aim to subscribe if you are new around here as well. And before we talk about some of the players that I think you should be owning for Double Game Week 25, it's important to answer what I think are some of the key questions that you guys are asking going into this week. The first one is, how many Double Game Week players should we be having? Should we be taking minus fours to be bringing in them, even if it sacrifices my team going into the blank in Game Week 26 and in 29? So the first thing, and we'll talk about who the core Double Game Week players are in a moment, I think you should be owning about three at a minimum, as long as those three are part of those core players. If you can get to four, five, six fantastic but I think at a minimum you need to own three including Erling Haaland and then a couple of the other core assets who we'll mention in just a moment now should you be taking minus fours etc to bring in some of those double game week players or even use your free transfers to add more double game week players so it's worth bearing in mind that in my opinion you have to look at game week 25 and game week 26 as sort of a combination of game weeks so Yes, some teams might double in game week 25, but for example, Liverpool, they only have two games across game week 25 and game week 26. So if you were to bring in a player from Liverpool versus bring in a player from Aston Villa, for example, you have the same number of fixtures across the two weeks. So if bringing in a Liverpool player this week means you can only put out nine or 10 players going into game week 26, then no, I don't think it's worth it. But if you bring in a Liverpool player and you can still field a full 11 with just free transfers going into game week 26, then yes, it is something that I would consider. Now, to talk very briefly about chip strategy, what chips should you be using going into game week 25? There is value to play every chip this week. Wildcard is probably the least valuable. Then it is the free hit. I think there are enough easy routes to the players that you'd want on a free hit that you'd actually want to own long-term. So part of the reason you'd play your free hit is because those players you don't want in your team next week. So for example, if you buy lots of Liverpool players on your free hit, you don't want them in game week 26, that might make sense. The issue is, is Manchester City assets you'd want next week. Brentford assets you'd want next week. And then the other one is Luton. You might not want them in game week 26, but they double in game week 28. So you probably want them in the future as well. So although you might want to play your free hit to get some of those Liverpool assets in, I don't think it's a good use of your chip. Now, personally, if you have a really strong bench, I actually prefer the bench boost this week over playing the triple captaincy. I don't have a fantastic bench. A lot of us have the likes of Charlie Taylor. You might have an Areola on the bench. In this case, then yes, play the triple captain this week. But if you are sat in a situation where you have a really strong bench and you're considering both chips, I do think the bench boost is better this week. 
Now, to cover some of those core assets that I think you should own at least three of going into this week, of course, Erling Haaland is one. He's one on his own. I don't think you should be sacrificing him. He is useful going forward as well. So find a way, even if it's for a minus four, to own Erling Haaland going into this week because of the captaincy, because of the triple captaincy as well. The average player will probably own about two and a half, maybe three times of Haaland because of that triple captaincy being effectively three Haalands in your team. So if you're going into this week without Haaland, I think it is a major, mega risk to your rank and to your mini leagues as well. Then having another Manchester City attacker, Erling Haaland, of course, is the main threat, but having Kevin De Bruyne or Phil Foden in your team, I think Phil Foden is better just because of the value, but if you have De Bruyne, I don't have an issue with him. He did get benched in 24, which does concern me just a little bit about whether he's going to start all of the next two in 25 and 26, but I do still like him, so one of those. If you can get to one of the Liverpool attackers, I do think it's worth it. However, we have now seen that Mo Salah is being back in training today on Tuesday. Whether that means he's back for Brentford or whether he's back for Luton, I do think he'll be in the squad at least for Luton, given he looks like he's taking part in some of training already for Liverpool. So if you don't have Darwin and Jota, that does impact them slightly negatively, particularly Jota, who for me is less nailed in the Liverpool team than Darwin is. So maybe don't go buying Jota as much as maybe you would have done before. And the final one is Tony. He's really going under the radar, but continues to return. He doubles this week. The reason is because it's difficult. They play Liverpool and Manchester City. But after that, he plays in game week 26 and he plays in game week 29 as well. So for me, owning three of these six, as long as one of them is Erling Haaland, it means you're pretty well set up. You don't need to stress about extra double game week players here and there if it means hits this week or next week. So... We spoke about Darwin and Jota. I do still really like them. They are still the top Liverpool assets and I'm getting a lot of questions still about Liverpool. So Mo Salah, as we mentioned, has been pictured back in training. For me, he's not a buy. For me, I don't think he's going to start both in the double before a cup final. Coming back from a hamstring injury to start three games in the space of seven days, including a cup final, just seems like it's not going to happen. So a lot of us would have to absolutely tear up our teams to go and buy Salah back. So I'm advising I don't think that's a good idea this week. There are a few other assets that you might want to go for. The key talking point, though, is Trent Alexander-Arnold. The Liverpool training photos that did include Salah also included Bradley, who looks like he's back in Liverpool training now and may be one to look at because Trent Alexander-Arnold was not pictured. We've heard reports that it isn't likely to be this weekend that he's back. Of course, Klopp will have a press conference on Friday. Like, if you own him in your team like I do in mine, I would just hold on to that. But it doesn't look like we're going to get much of Trent. However, this doesn't mean that I think you should go and buy Bradley. At left back now, they have Robertson and Simakas is back, right? So Gomez is unlikely to have to play at left back. Gomez can now play at right back because they have Konza and they have Kanate both fit and available to play at centre-back. So Bradley might play one in the double, but I don't think he'll play both. So I, that rules out Trent. It rules out most of the Liverpool defenders apart from Van Dijk. Van Dijk is about the only Liverpool defender, of course, outside of Alisson that I think will start both in the double. But that doesn't mean I still think you should go and buy him. If you're buying him this week, the chances are you have to sell him going into game week 26 anyway. And for him to pay that off, you'd need two returns. If he just got one return, so let's say he got one clean sheet or a goal or something, that's probably not enough. You'd have to have two returns across the two games. And I don't back Liverpool defence enough at the moment to keep two clean sheets. So you are banking on an attacking return from him, which 
you can try and predict for some of the defenders, like the Arsenal ones that we've got. But right now, I don't think it's massively worth buying Van Dijk. So if you're looking for Liverpool, it probably is just Darwin and Jota for me now. To talk about the other key team in the double in game week 25, which is Manchester City. We've spoken about Haaland, we've spoken about De Bruyne and we've spoken about Foden. For me, the rest of the attack is too much of a minefield. Bernardo Silva is not starting games at the moment, nor is Doku, nor is Grealish and the rest of them. I mean, Rodri at 5.6, you could gamble that he gets an attack in return, but I think I'd rather go for some of the other players that we've got in this list who might not have a double game week. They, we look at, are Manchester City's defenders though. So, a lot of us have double attack and they have a spare slot. So I have a slot. Could I sell Trent to a Walker? Could I sell Trent to a Nathan Ake, for example? So Gavardiol was the sort of one that I was thinking was good. He hasn't travelled apparently to Manchester City's Champions League and he didn't start last weekend either. But the key thing for me looking at Manchester City is game week 25 and game week 26. As I mentioned with De Bruyne, they start three games in seven days. For the chance of any of them doing that, does seem low. The top three most likely are Walker, Ake and Ruben Diaz. They are the most nailed at the moment, but can I bank on any three of them doing that? Probably not. Plus, they likely blank in game week 29 as well. The very, very high likelihood, about a 7% chance that that fixture does go ahead. So a 93% chance that it does blank. Means as much as I think having Triple City is a good idea, having a defender, if they were to start all three of them, is a good idea. If I told you your Man City defender was only going to start two over the next three, you probably wouldn't bother buying them. So for me, as much as I think if you managed to guess the right one, it would be a good idea. I don't think it's easy to do. If I had to recommend one, it would probably still be Nathan Ake, but I probably would avoid buying them this week. Now, a defender that is actually worth considering buying for the double is Regulon at Brentford. Now, the double is pretty horrible, right? They play Liverpool and Manchester City. So maybe it's like me recommending those Luton defenders again. With the fixtures coming up, maybe we shouldn't expect that much of them. They haven't been up there for clean sheets so far this season with only four. But their actual defensive numbers in terms of what they've been expected to concede has been much better. Regulon has come into that Brentford team at 4.4 million and he's on basically all corners. That's what got him assist in game week 24 as well. And he covers both of the blanks. So if you're looking to free up money to do another move, if you are looking for a defender for the long term, that has a double as well. That Maybe he gets a haul this week. It's unlikely, but maybe it could do. With the playing in both blanks, I do really like Regulon at just 4.4 million as well. Now, the other defence to probably cover is Arsenal. Whether you own Saliba, whether you own Gabriel, they are keeping clean sheets. The two of them are on such goal threat at the moment. If you're looking at your team and you don't own either Saliba or Gabriel, please just buy one of them, probably at first put of call over all other defenders in the game. Gabriel would be a top, then it would probably be Saliba. Ben White is also up there. They don't necessarily play in game week 29. That is the only caveat. They do have Newcastle in game week 26. But if you look at the fixtures around those games, they definitely have the ability to make it worthwhile going for one of them and then moving to another one in game week 29. So they're so highly owned. It doesn't massively need me to talk about it throughout the whole video and recommend them to you every week. But if you are still in the position, the way Arsenal are defending at the moment, the way they are creating chances from set pieces as well. So when they went away over January and did that warm weather training apparently they did an absolute ton a load of set piece training and it is showing they are scoring goals from set pieces every single game Declan Rice we thought was a strange decision to be taking them 
is getting more assists at the moment than he has done in his Premier League career. So Gabriel top, Saliba second. If you don't own them, they're probably better than all other double game week defenders this week. Burnley away as well. Now, to talk briefly about a couple of single game week players, you might be looking at your team thinking, I've got enough double game week players. I don't want to buy any more because it will give me an issue in 26, but I need a player to buy. So there are a few to cover here. The first one is Aston Villa. And the reason Villa are important is they play in game week 26. They have a great fixture at home to Forest, And they play in game week 29 as well against West Ham. And some of the fixtures there are really nice. Now, Leon Bailey has been good. Diaby's been good at times. They've had their injury issues over the past few weeks as well. For me, Douglas Louise is just the one I would buy. He's the safest pick. He won't give you a headache. He's nailed for almost 90 minutes unless they are winning a game 5 or 6 nil. He's on set pieces. He's on corners, which he has scored from in the past, but he gets assists from as well. And he's on penalties. He's reliable. He's good for minutes. And when he does score or get any return, the bonus points are so good. We saw this in their game against Sheffield United where they scored six goals. He had played only 45 minutes of football. He got taken off at halftime. He got one assist and he still got a bonus point. That just highlights how involved and creative he is and actually a good FPL asset he can be as well. Now, maybe a slightly more explosive, exciting option would be West Ham. Now, their returns and performances recently leave a lot to be desired, but I think Kudos and Bowen could still be good assets and we are expecting Paqueta back soon for them which will help their creativity now the upcoming fixtures are really good as well forest away this week brentford at home in game week 26 blank and of course aston villa in the game week 29 blank that fixture has been guaranteed confirmed because they are both out of the fa cup as well so he is slightly more expensive than douglas louise he is a bit more exciting he doesn't have the set pieces he doesn't have the penalties and things like that but the west ham fixtures are really nice he's playing very far forward and you've got to expect west ham to bounce back at some point as well and then the final section is actually on a team in general who are all differentials and have good fixtures coming up. And that is Manchester United. They go away to Luton this week. They have Fulham at home in game week 26. Now, they don't have a game guaranteed in game week 29 at the moment. But if you're free hitting that week, that's not always an issue. But they go away to Nottingham Forest in the cup. If they were to lose that, now they are predicted to win that. But that might be a more difficult game than first meets the eye. It's probably one of the games that we look at and think... That is one of the harder games in the FA Cup draw to predict that might cause one of those cup upsets that changes our FPL strategy and the players we're looking to buy. There are options all across the pitch. In defence, you could go for the cheap option in Maguire, but I'd probably favour the attacking threat of Dallow for about a million more. A lot of us will have a lot of money, particularly with Trent being injured now, that Dallow is probably worth the explosivity. In midfield, I wouldn't bother with the likes of Fernandez. I'd just go down and take the money and go with Garnacho. He's very hit and miss in terms of his returns, but he has shown that he is very vital to what Manchester United are doing at the moment. And then up front, Hoyland. I think he's the tie scoring forward in the game over the past five weeks. He is scoring so many goals and getting bonus points to go with it as well. So if you need a player for the short term, you don't necessarily need a double game week player. The short term fixtures are really nice and Manchester United are finding a little bit of form as well. So there's a lot to talk about in transfer targets this week, whether you need double game week players, how many you should have, who you should have, or whether you should be focusing on single game week players as well. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll be back tomorrow with my team selection video. What am I going to do? Is the triple captainship going to be played? What am I going to do with Trent Alexander-Arnold as well? Thank you all so much for watching. 1,000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here and I'll be back again very soon.
Social Podcast Network.